Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's my wife, Penny, and Brandon, her little ministries. What you writing down there, Penny? Some relations. That's nice. Want me to tell you what Satan's doing? <laughs> no. Trick question. No, we don't want to know what the natural man is doing. We can watch that on TV. We want to know what the seven spirits of God are doing. I want to know what the angels are doing. Don't you? I want to know what the kingdom's doing. The kingdom of the Holy Spirit. The natural stuff, ah, politics and religions, ah, doesn't do anything for me. Literally, zero. Worthless. Garbage. Gehenna. It'll all be washed in a lake of fire. What really tickles my mind is the seven blazing torches of the Lion of the tribe of Judah that open the seven seals of the seven mountains of the soul of mankind. Hallelujah. That's an angel feather tickler right there. Right up in your souls. It's the love of the Father that's stronger than death, stronger than fear, stronger than hell, stronger than the goat head of Lucifer, and the golden calf of the devil. Satan has death and hell, but we have life and freedom. Choose this day whom you serve, Satan or Jesus. Satan has the goat and the calf of religion and rebellion. Jesus Christ has the tree of life, of freedom and abundant life. Choose this day whom you serve. We serve the roots of David, the seven spirits of God in our heart blood, and we serve the bright morning star, the Lord Jesus Christ's throne of grace in our soul's air, because the breath of the Almighty has given us resurrection life. You remember the verse? God the Father breathing into Adam's nostrils and he becoming a living being. Genesis of man. That's the genesis of woman. That's the genesis of man. That's the beginning. That's where it all started, in the Garden of Eden, the Garden of God's heart. And they left the heart of the Father. They wandered in dry, arid places, working by the sweat of their brow, up until the covenant came around. We've had covenants, people. We've had many covenants. A lot of covenants have been made with demons. A lot of covenants have been made with religion. A lot of covenants have been made with the golden calf of rebellion. But we have the blood covenant of Jesus Christ in our hearts and minds, and that's a perfect covenant. It's perfect. Every other covenant except that one is flawed. So it can be broken, like the covenants of sorcery, the covenants of Satan, the covenants of religion. Those can all be done away with into the lake of fire. The one covenant that can't be done away with, which is the omnipotent blood of Jesus covenant, is the one that we demonstrate every day in our walk in the Holy Spirit. That's the only thing that can't be destroyed, you guys. Have you noticed that? We've weathered how many storms, Penny? We've been doing this thing nine years with you, 11 years without you. And we've weathered hundreds of storms. We've seen thousands of people come and go. 
and dozens remain that are precious warriors of Zion, dread champions, the government of God, formed in all the earth. But the only thing that's remained through these tremendous storms, and we've weathered every storm that Satan and his sorcery could conjure. We're not lying to you. It's just the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the only thing that remains through the storms. So we can, you know, pray and do all of our shenanigans and, you know, all our fancy stuff that we learned in Bible college and street ministry and school of Hogwarts. We can do all that. Yeah, school of Hogwarts, charismatic witchcraft and, you know, cut ourselves and wear duct tape on our math on our faces and look real spiritual, do all kinds of things that deprive the flesh but don't have any spiritual virtue of the Holy Spirit blazing torches because the only thing that remains through the storms of this world is the Holy Spirit on purpose from Jesus Christ, a perfect covenant. And it's the greatest joy to bring you the perfect covenant and the perfect bread and the perfect wine of the great white eagle, the pastor of the temple of the Lord God Almighty, all the living stones of the redeemed of every nation, tribe, and tongue from the throne of grace. It is absolutely marvelous. You know, I'm, I cry every day at the epicness of what God the Father has asked me to do. I mean, I do. I melt like candle wax in the presence of my Father daily. We have a lot of shenanigans and we have a lot of funny things that we do. But this thing is so precious in the seven blazing torches. I mean, I guarantee you, nobody watching this has cried more than me. Mostly tears of joy for many, many years. Tears of joy of how good our Father is. Yeah, there's been some tears of sadness, but very few. I mean, like almost none. For 18 years, I tell you the truth, I've been crying tears of joy at the goodness of the Holy Spirit. Just blowing my mind every day for 18 years, greater grace, more undeserved favor, more undeserved glory, more undeserved love, more undeserved breakthrough, more undeserved peace, raising us up into more undeserved glory, greater glory, and totally always undeserved. So that the Lamb that was slain gets all the rewards for His suffering, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, our King. He's the King of Kings, right? Well, who are those kings that He's King of Kings of? Certainly not the Caesars. <laughs> Amen to that, huh? Certainly not the presidents of the world's governments. Amen to that? <laughs> well, maybe now that's changing. Hallelujah. When we have righteousness reigning through the earth, uh-huh, you might have apostles as presidents and no longer sorcerers. Hey, there's a concept to wrap your renewed mind around. Because that time has come. The time of the great harvest is at hand, where the living receive their rewards. And there are so many living here that it will blow your mind. God's been doing the work while most of you have been sleeping in religion and rebellion. Some of you are awake and some of you are partially awake. There's different degrees of glory. There's different degrees of awakening, ever-increasing glory, shining ever brighter to the full dawn of day. Most of us are not in the full dawn. 
Most of us don't even know what it means to be a Statue of Liberty with seven shards of light coming out of the seven interior mansions in all directions in the perfect possession of God the Father's soul blazing through our consciousness. Most people don't understand that. But what they do understand is, it's getting better. It's getting better. God's doing something. Jehovah's sneaky, creeping while we're sleeping. And he's been doing it for 2,000 years, like a thief in the night, it is written. He's been working through the nighttime of 2,000 years, and this is prophetic speech of the spirit of prophecy, so that your spirit can grow. It's not for your brain, it's for your spirit. You are all spirits. You've been born of the spirit. The spirit gives birth to spirit, it is written. So let your carnal minds be crucified with Christ, and let your spirits be flooded with grace to overcome your flesh, your brains. In Jesus' name. And then this thing will be so easy, so much fun every day. You just fly with the great white eagle. You just soar in the heights of the heavens in the breath of life. Total freedom, total life. Tree of life, river of life. It's not about knowledge. It's about freedom and life. <laughs> revelation is wonderful, but revelation often looks like kindergartner stuff. Jesus Christ spoke at a 7th grade education level in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the red letters and in the red letters of Revelation chapter 2 and 3. He spoke at a 7th grade level of education. Is our creator a dummy? Is he not a smart guy? Does he need to get his doctorate in divinity? Does he need to be more scholarly? Or is it the infinite wisdom of the ancient of days so that the children can enter the kingdom and get smart by the seven spirits of God after they're sealed inside the marriage chambers of the Father's love. Then you get real smart. Then you get real Melchizedekal. Then you get real Davidic psaltery. Then you get real bright morning star infinite IQ intelligence of God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ is infinite in all directions. But the most important thing is salvation. And most people are not saved to the place where they're sealed. I don't doubt your fire insurance. Anyone that calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. It is written. You know, pray the sinner's prayer. Jesus, come to my heart. Boom, spirit regenerated. What I do doubt, because I've been doing this amongst millions for so long, is the mind of Christ. Most people are led by their carnal mind instead of the bright morning star intelligence of the throne of grace. So. The thought life of the Father, the seven spirits of God, is unknown to them. They're still led by elemental spiritual forces of wickedness, keeping them in bondage to the natural realm. So what we need is freedom. That's why we must enter the kingdom like children and then grow up as children in the Father's house, the house of wine. We don't grow up outside the kingdom like the carnal Christians did that became Pharisees and sorcerers, we grew up inside the Father's house, the house of wine, it's called in Song of Solomon 2.4, so that we become sons and daughters of righteousness, sons and daughters of the King, which makes us eventually, growing up spiritually, kings and queens of righteousness of the kingdom age of Jesus Christ, which is now upon you. Because some people actually did that. Some people grew up in the kingdom. Some people are entering the kingdom, some people don't even know there is a kingdom, and they have no idea what I'm talking about right now. But there's a, a lot of people at different levels of the whole world. <laughs> a lot of people in pits, a lot of people in the sands of Egypt, 
building pyramids, thinking religious Christian activity is Jesus when it's not. Jesus is present in this universe as the river of life, the spirit of prophecy, the seven spirits of God. That's the river of life. He was conceived of the Holy Spirit, and so were you if you've asked the Holy Spirit into your heart. If you've asked the Heavenly Father into your heart. If you've asked Jesus Christ into your heart. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Have you been baptized in the Holy Spirit? Have you been baptized into the river of life? Well, now you have. (laughs) Welcome to the celebration of the ages. The kingdom age of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He's doing a mighty work, you guys. Millions will enter the feast. Millions will come into the mountain of the Lord and discover the riches in glory because our cups overflow the riches in glory. Blessed are they who have believed before they've even seen. But now every eye will see, every tongue confess, and every knee bow. Amen? (laughs) I mean, so easily. The seven spirits of God are the omnipotence of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit takes full possession of your soul, and it's not a rat's nest up there of religion and rebellion, you know, always lusting at girls, always lusting for money, always lusting and craving natural things, craving money, you know, and your stomach's your God, and you're just an animal down here. But when this thing becomes Jesus Christ and Him crucified, and seven blazing torches through your mind renewed, be transfigured by the renewing of your mind, Romans 12:2, it is written, Well then, my God, you only see what the Father sees with His seven eyes. And the seven horns, that's the omnipotence of the Holy Spirit through your souls. (laughs) He shared His omnipotence with you, but it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our Father. Were you born of the Spirit? Jesus was. He was conceived of the Spirit. It is written. Born of the Virgin, therefore conceived of the Holy Spirit. Christianity is about you being born again, born of the Holy Spirit. Have you been born again? Nicodemus said, Jesus Christ talking to him says in John chapter 3, My brother, man, unless you're born of the Spirit, you can't enter the kingdom. Flesh gives birth to flesh. Spirit gives birth to spirit. The whole purpose Jesus Christ came, gone and went and sent the Spirit is so that we could be restored to the Father like Adam in the beginning who had the Spirit. God breathed into Adam's nostrils the same exact Holy Spirit you've received. Now grow in the Spirit, yield to the Spirit, obey the Spirit, and you'll walk this earth exactly like Jesus Christ. No differently. He'll get all the glory because He saved you. Then He also transformed you. That's what it means to be a Christian. Christian, A Christ one. A Christ one. With no goat, not serving religion, no calf, not serving rebellion. We don't serve pride. We don't serve the flesh. We don't serve the brain. We serve the Spirit of God. That's why we're called the temples of the Holy Spirit and not the temples of Satan's goat head religion and all the dead works done in Egypt. That's why they always butt heads with us every time we tell them revelation, give them wine, give them bread. Have you noticed how they're just always contesting everything? That's the goat of Satan's nature. That's religion. 
They develop themselves in Satan's goat head, and their seven interior mansions are full of the goat, and they're, then they're telling their children, you know, don't celebrate Halloween because that's the goat, and that's the goat speaking through a goat Christian. The Christians are the mo most goatish people on earth by far, and the Satanists aren't even close. The chief Pharisees of the universe are all Christians. They're called charismatic witches, sorcerers. That's what my Bible says. The whore of Babylon sits upon the seven mountains. Those are the sorcerers of Christianity that rule and reign over the earth. But they're still sorcerers. They still have all the power of flesh. They still trade on human souls like sheep sheds, trading souls one sheep shed to another sheep shed, and it's just human trafficking in all the churches, and then we're fighting human trafficking like hypocrites, and the Christian churches are the biggest human traffickers of all. Goat, goat shed to goat shed to goat shed. And I love you perfectly, and this is the great white eagle speaking to you, to set you free from the goat shed, so that you can be free in the Garden of Eden, in the seven spirits of God, and you don't need to be boxed in, caged in, corralled, and controlled by sorcerers who call themselves pastors. You have one Father, and He is God, and you are all brothers and sisters. The chief shepherd shall soon appear, and everyone will be rewarded according to their works, it is written, according to what they have done, now, if the Holy Spirit has done everything through your heart and mind, you'll inherit the kingdom. You'll inherit the nations as your inheritance. But if you have worked for the goat, and if you have worked for the calf, you will suffer tremendous loss during these times. This is the greatest nightmare for the servants of the flesh, and the servants of the goat head of religion, and the servants of the calf of rebellion. This is the worst time to be religious and rebellious in all history of 6,000 years recorded history. Because the sons of God are manifesting Zion, the third heaven, and everyone is getting recompensed according to their works worldwide. And if you don't want to be completely destroyed, get into the river of life and let the Holy Spirit start building in your heart so that you have Lasting riches that can't be shaken by storms of this life. Store up your riches in heaven. Store up all your riches in heaven. Riches in glory. Obeying the Holy Spirit. So that when all of these storms come upon you, you aren't completely destroyed building upon sand because we build upon the rock of ages. Holy Spirit building. Like apostles. Like judges and like kings who know how to build with the seven spirits of God through all souls, through all spirits, through all bodies, through all the heavens, and through all the earth, from the throne of grace, in Jesus' name. Amen.